Thanks for downloading another segment from the best of the Classic Metal Show. The Classic Metal Show is heard live on Saturdays from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern exclusively at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. And now here's another piece of Classic Metal Show history on the best of the Classic Metal Show. The Classic Metal Show. We run a show on the CMS Radio Network that most of you are familiar with. It's Rock and Metal Revival. That's right. It was originally started with our voiceover guy, Red, mm-hmm. and uh, Jerry. Red and Jerry. And right. uh, Jerry's been a fan of the show, of the classic metal show, for a lot of years. He'd written a, f- a few emails and uh, whatnot and wanted to start his own show and blah, blah, blah. Well, then he and his... His wife moved out to the West Coast, and he was no longer part of the rock and metal revival. And as right. of as of recently, he has rejoined the rock and metal revival on what would you call it a a call in segment? Was, was that is that fair? Which yeah, I call? think so. He does a segment called what is it? Tone and feeling. Is that really what his segment is called? Well, that's what they had that promo that tone and feeling. Remember that promo? Yeah, exactly. So, evidently, he was on uh, this week's edition of the Rock and Metal Revival, and uh, it got under your skin a little bit. Yeah, I mean, not not in a not not real bad, but Jerry just doesn't realize that he stinks. <laughs> okay. I mean, if he wants to take shots, that's fine, but he needs to take shots where he has a point. Instead of doing the same old tired fucking bullshit week after week after week. All right. We get it. You don't like Brett Michaels, and we get it that you think you're better than me and Neely. Okay. We got it. All right. So uh, we'll we'll get into this a little bit, and, and we'll see what Jerry has to say. I caught it earlier this afternoon. I was listening to the Rock and Metal Revival a couple hours before the cms terrestrial show aired and and i caught this uh first run and i kind of got an idea what uh got under chris's eh, just kind of i don't know if it's even irritate you what would you call it it irritated i I would call it uh hey jerry go fuck yourself that's what i would call it okay well uh here it is here's jerry on the rock and metal revival Brand new music from a band called Burn Halo. Dirty Little Girl on Rock and Metal Revival. Hey, Smooth. Yes. You know a dirty little girl would send you naked pictures on your cell phone. Yes, she would. <laughs> yes, she would. No matter what her Uncle Jeffy says. Andy likes exactly. this. Exactly. Uncle Jeffy. Yeah. Uncle Jeffy. Congratulations. So long as they're not pictures of Uncle Jeffy. Yeah. Congratulations to Andy. Uh, Smooth and I are making out our Christmas list because yes. he is now the sole heir. It's going to be a to big the Toys R Us. I'll run it by Uncle Jeffy. Can you get us a, Let's see if I can hook you up? Can you get us an autographed Uncle, oh, Uncle Jeffy three by five? Isn't that Jeffrey? All right, they got a guy on their show called Smooth. That's their new producer, Smooth. Smooth. Okay. Smooth because he's smooth. Gotcha. I didn't, Close enough. Mind. Well, in the family, we call him Jeffy. So, uh, by the way, Andy, <laughs> <laughs> Andy discovered. Uh, in here in the uh, RMR circle, the burn halo. Where'd you find them at? I heard them on XM on my way in one one day. On testicular radio. On testicular radio. Stop. Mm, yes. Stop. Mm-hmm. Is XM part of te- terrestrial radio? Uh, not that I'm aware of. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that either. No. But go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm not Maybe here that's to on Andy or Red. Yeah. So back that up a little bit. Andy discovered uh, in here in the uh, RMR circle, the burn halo. Where'd you find them at? I heard them on XM on my way in one, one day. On testicular radio? On testicular radio. All right. So there you are. <laughs> XM is not testicular radio. It's not, satellite not. radio. That's right. All right. And, and Red, of all people, should know that. Oh, Red's only in the business. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yes. Way to go. Maybe that's why they grabbed me so hard. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I got it. So, uh, fantastic. Comedy. I would agree with Poopfinger that these guys are overmodulated. They are kind of rattling my headphones a little bit. So, did you record them a little hot, or is that just how their recording came out, Chris? I didn't edit it at all. Okay. But I agree with uh, Poopfinger. They are a little hot on the mic. A little bit. Speaking of comedy, how'd you like uh, Cerberus? That that was comedy. That was comedy. That was fun. Speaking of comedy, what do you say we go on to the Granola Capital? Let's see if we can get Jerry Swanson on the phone. I think we can. See, they were all happy and shit that Cerberus called their show. Yeah, well, good. It's hey, excited Cerberus, about that. Fan, it's excited about that. Great. From the granola-eating capital of the world, Portland, Oregon, let's go over and talk to our tone and feeling expert, Jerry. Ooh, Ooh did you hear Cerberus earlier talking about uh, granola-eating? Oh, yeah, that's nice of him. Hey, remember, we're, it's exclusively on the RMR. What is? <laughs> tone and feeling is exclusively on the RMR. Oh, I thought you were talking about granola. <laughs> I thought you were talking about granola. See, they didn't even get the joke. It's because it wasn't really a fresh joke at all. It's so far from being a fresh joke that it just doesn't even register. Well, it's not It's not so much that it's not a fresh joke. It's out of context. Well, it is totally out of context. I mean, if they, if they were talking about the CMS and then mm-hmm. he came in with the exclusively thing, yeah. then it might have been funny. No, it wouldn't have been. I said might have been. Yeah, and, I, and I'm correcting you. It would not have been funny. But but if, like I said, if they were talking about the classic metal show and then he said that, then I would make the connection. But there yeah. was no connection there. Well, you are forgetting. It is Jerry saying it, so. Okay. Well, that's just, just that's not a good setup for a joke or a slam or a goof or whatever you want to call it because it's out of context. I agree. Okay. Yeah, I didn't oh, know we had a sponsor. Yeah, yeah Granola's exclusively. RMR, sponsored <laughs> by Nature there. Valley. So they, what's up? See, they're still not getting it. They're they're just not they getting get it. it they don't get it at all. They're just trying to play along with him, but they're not getting what or, he's, he's trying to get. They're not. They're just ignoring him. Or that's more. I'm thinking they don't want the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Brother, it was good seeing you last week. Yeah, 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 it was. Cool. Wish we could have hung guys. longer, Thanks but. For the lunch. Hey, not a problem. A- anything, uh, anything you miss about Beloit? Uh, nothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> Just my friends. Other than that, fuck the place. It, wow. Friends and family. Other than that, there's nothing to do there but brick and grow old and die. <laughs> <laughs> did you go by the old house and ask the guy if he could use the pool? Yeah. Roll time no, sake. No, he did. It, the pool is ruined since Jim Bob used it last year. Yeah, you heard about Jim Bob <laughs> going over there. Get it back. Yes, I did. Yeah. Bathing. 
So, uh, hey, I saw your buddy take one in the face the other night on the Tony Awards. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Wasn't that cool? That was kind of funny. The douchebag was was a rock star instead of a country star, and he didn't have that fucking straw hat on his head, straw cowboy hat. He might have saw that thing coming down. You know, <laughs> I you know when I first when I first saw it, I I was kind of looking like going, where did they hold the Tony Awards? Portland? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? I I had a friend of mine. I didn't get that. That one get it either. That kind of slipped by me there. Uh, unless maybe the joke is that um that Jerry would clothesline Brett Michaels because he hates him so much. So, so they're like saying that uh, Jerry was working the the uh, stage prop. Well, they're saying that Jerry could have been if the thing was in Portland, because he would be there to purposely level Brett Michaels. That's what I'm saying. So it's as if they were hosting the Tony Awards in Portland, and Jerry could have paid or actually been working the stage prop to knock Brett on his ass. Is that the joke? Right. That that's pretty much where. We're at. Okay. That's the joke. All right. It was real good with video. He, like, enhanced it and everything. And if you look real close, you can see on once uh, CC gets on the drum riser, he gives a nod, <laughs> and the fucking thing comes down. He gives a <laughs> nod over to the side. So I think he paid somebody to fucking have that come down a little yeah. bit. Did you, know that he, <laughs> did you know that he missed two solo dates because he was emotionally distraught? Oh, jeez. Oh, the poor guy. He's such a douche. <laughs> And, okay, what is the reason for this segment again? It's tone and feeling! But I don't get this. I mean, this is just sort of like, you know, three dudes just kind of... Dude, it's the tone and feeling segment. How dare you um, trash this segment? Well, I was just waiting for what is the reason for this segment. That's what I want to know. So that you can feel Jerry's tone and feeling. Okay. Well, all right. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to keep up. I'm not the brightest guy in the world. <laughs> I think it's called embarrassing not being. Yeah. Exactly. Distraught. Yeah. 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 But he didn't miss tonight's or the opening night of the Def Leppard Cheap Trick Poison <clears throat> Tour. But I'll tell you what. If if he'd have that part of every show, Poison show, I'd follow him on tour. What that? What the but breaking of the show, nose? If he could get clotheslined. And they changed the song to Don't Need Nothing But a Clothesline. <laughs> that was awesome, man. Hey, I got people looking out for you for uh, a poison coloring book. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I can wipe my ass with it. That'd be awesome. So what else is going on with you, brother? Are you getting any culture, any more plays or movies you're going to see or that we should know about? No, I got to go see that fucking rent. thought you already did that. I thought you already did that. He's going no, again. Up this week. Yeah, he probably already but, rent one. Uh, one thing that's cool is one guy who's in rent is actually working with Jeff Tate on uh, bringing Mindcrime to Broadway. Really? So he went to see the the Broadway play Rent. Apparently, maybe that's what he does in Portland. <sighs> okay. All right. I'm just like but I know. Don't, dude. Believe me. There's there's no tone or feeling in this segment. Uh, I'm I, again. I'm trying to keep up here. Okay. Which which is like, oh, they're just going to gay it up even worse. You think so? Yeah. It'll yeah. probably be like Billy Joel's thing, dude. Yeah, maybe. A lot of dancing. Can you, I just can't see people dancing to Queensryche. Queensryche on yeah. Broadway. No, no dancing, just headbanging and screwing. 
it's going to be. Fantastic. Hey, did you see that new Anvil movie? Uh, I didn't get a chance to see it at the theater. I did that, checked it out online. Yeah. Watched most of it. Yeah, it was all right. I it mean, was it interesting. Was, I don't, I don't, it wasn't everything they cracked it up to be, as far as I'm concerned. It wasn't the Knicks. Final tap or anything. It was pretty depressing, but yeah, wasn't yeah, it bad. Was. wasn't bad. See, I don't. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill, boy. Jerry Bing brings shows to a screeching halt more than an MOL call. <laughs> All right, fuck you, pal. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with you, MOL. I'm just, I'm got 55 minutes left in this show. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I might be sitting here sleeping. <laughs> now that's not very nice. This is the great tone and feeling segment. Okay. Look at Kurgan in the chat room. Can we listen to Dirt Talk re? <laughs> a replay on Dirt Talk. Nice. Nice. Never took him serious, and I don't think anybody else ever took him serious because Lips, Lips is such a goofball and he's a terrible singer. So I don't think anybody really took him serious. They thought they were a fucking goof band, and then to stay around for thirty years, eh, I guess. Yes, you were kind of serious. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what are they? Sixty and still plugging away at it. Yeah, yeah, and shelling out uh, lunches for kids too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, after the show, uh, Andy and I are going to go out and um, we're going to go trap shooting. I bought thirty copies of the new uh, Dream Theater CD. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I got that for my wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I got I, the CD for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. She's. She's their other female favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Portnoy's wife or boyfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's a good one. I hope you have him on the show sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on, brother? Oh, not much. Again, what is the reason for this segment? <laughs> I, I, I'm just really having a difficult time with this. It's good. I mean, is he supposed to be reporting something or adding something to the show, or what's he? He is. What is he doing? How can you not think that this is not adding enthralling commentary I, to their to their already brilliant brilliant segment? I'd rather uh, I'd rather uh, listen to Jennifer do the music hair news or something. You know, next topic. <laughs> So, wow, that's an interesting question. What's more interesting, Jerry or Jennifer? Well, they both start with a J. <laughs> Did you see that freaking chick who uh, had the got the court thing where they uh, charged her $2 million for sharing 24 freaking songs she downloaded or something on Kaza? Oh, yeah, i seen like uh, a clip of it. Yeah, yeah, saw that, yeah. Or something. That yeah, was great. Yeah, that twenty-four songs. Yeah, two million. So, did you see that court thing where that lady like like got fined like two million dollars for like downloading twenty-four songs on mm-hmm. or something, and she kind of like got fined and yeah, yeah, yeah. song yeah. twenty-four. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw that. I was flipping through the news, and yeah, I kind of think I caught someone. Yeah. <laughs> a song like that's what it costs on iTunes anyways I mean right What were, there, were they all Metallica songs I think so it must have been Metallica all the ones Lars wrote but she lived in Minnesota so I mean who could she share with in Minnesota <laughs> she had to 
get online and share with the world because what there's like six people in Minnesota in, what <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I might have got that joke if he said like Wyoming you know I kind of get that but Minnesota yeah. Jerry, just you know, between me and you, you and me, yeah, you know, there's more than six people in Minnesota. Yeah, St. Paul and you know, Minneapolis. Just thought I'd share, you know, more than six people probably downloaded Minnesota. Twenty four songs, two million dollars. It's like you know, yeah. it's like the state of ten thousand lakes and it's, yeah. yeah. Ten thousand of them, yeah. And each one of them needs yeah, right. to download song. Yeah, yeah. Hail and kill caller, you're on the air. Oh my God, Stephen Wright has more emotion in, <laughs> in his voice than these guys do. God, they sound like they're in detention or something. They're being punished to do this. It's like court ordered uh, community service or something. You're supposed to be excited about your own show, not like depressed that you're there. Sounds great you called in. Uh, Kurgan, mm, yeah, yeah, you got an opinion, right, Kurgan? Mm, yeah, yeah, I called in once, hey, and Kurgan, uh, you... then I thought I'd call in again. Hey, Kurgan, are you using a phone to call us? <laughs> oh, it's a new phone too. Yeah, it, it's got fancy buttons and it has video and stuff. Yeah, yeah this, is, this, this future age stuff is pretty exciting. Is there, you know, is there like a place to, you know? Like, store numbers where you can just press a button just one number or do you have to do yeah uh, i think it has a memory i can put numbers in there like the cms call yeah, in line do you do you have to dial the whole phone number can you just like push one number and you'll get the number well the first time you have to dial it but then after that you can just hit the speed dial and yes. recall and he'll call it back did you like get, oh, yeah that's great did you get that like from <laughs> did you get that like from at&t or something uh, yeah, I got it from AT and T. It's uh, it's those new phones they have. You know, they you don't need a cord. You can go anywhere with them, and they have a battery and an antenna. And you can go anywhere you want to and talk. You don't have to stay inside. Is this is this one that you have to hold up to your head, or can you just like uh, you know just? Oh just... yes, it has a speakerphone, but it makes your voice sound like really low and monotone. So I, I like to keep the phone near my ear so people can hear the inflection in my voice and tell when I'm really excited about something or not. That's great, man. I'll bet all six people in Minnesota have one too, right? I think so. I mean, there's only about eight people in Minnesota and six of them have phones and I think they're the same. <laughs> are, they the, are, they, are they as big as a brick or do you got the new fangled ones that, you know, like real small and you can put it in your pocket? Oh, they're like mid-sized, but this is better than the old phones. You know, we used to have cans of strings, and you know, if it rained and the wire, the string got wet, you couldn't talk to anybody. Mm, that's cool. That's cool. You got, you know, phones. Those are, those are a pretty cool invention. You know, and the thing, God, Alexander Graham Bell came up with the idea. He, I thought that was a, one of the better ideas he had. He's probably pretty proud today if he was alive. He, Probably like, oh, it's probably like I his, think so. It's probably like in his grave out, like I don't know, like in the middle of bumfuck Ohio or something. I, I'm sure. He's a lot of dirt on his face now because I hear the coffins collapse after a while and they just get all dirty and yeah. worms get in them. Yeah, they call that a dirt nap. They're taking a dirt. That's nap. right. It's cool though. <laughs> That's very funny. A dirt nap. I, I didn't think about that. I should say that to my next radio show. I use that one because I'll get. I'm sure I'll get a lot of laughs on that one. <laughs> so, uh, so. Uh, 
So what else is happening, Kirk? Did you go see any plays or anything recently? Any kind of cool rock? Uh, I was going to go see Rent, but then I decided to go see Hello, Dolly instead. <laughs> That'd be more exciting. Yeah, talk about gaying it up, you know. It's really gay. It's, you know, you're not, well, you you're know not... as Chris said, get gayer for Slayer, so I thought I'd do my part. Yeah, yeah cool. <laughs> Oh, hey, Kurgan, next time I, uh, you know, come back to Ohio, I think we ought to hook up, you know? It's just kind of hanging. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we have some fun time. We, we can go to, like, a yawn festival or yeah, something, yeah, you know? Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I hope there's more than six people there, because, you know, I like, I like people and stuff. No, they're, they're pretty excited. We, we have a, a nice slap of time there, you know? <laughs> All right, enough! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kurgan. All right, guys. Well, well, thanks for Halo kill. Thanks for calling the show. Right, so let's talk, oh, right? yeah, and, and you know, fuck you, pal. Yeah, uh, hey, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, ten thousand lakes. There'll be, there'll be seven once <laughs> Greg gets there. Exactly, exactly. Two million dollars she got for twenty-four songs. Twenty-four songs. Yeah, they they freaking hit her with a two million dollar fine. And you would, what, what is she work the counter at McDonald's? Yeah, they're going to see that money. Yeah, exactly. It's like, come on, are you serious? Boy, they better hope they never come. dollars for a song? They never come looking come for Jim Bob. <laughs> yeah, really. Because, I mean, he downloaded oh, that whole Trickster collection. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he did the uh, Steel Piston. Or oh, the yeah, yeah, he did time for. The album ever made. Uh-huh. The crap, that one with the crappy drumming. I, I guess he's like making reference to me. Helen <laughs> <laughs> Kill, caller, you're on the air. Helen, Helen uh, Kill, guys, it, it's Al again. Hey, Al, is uh, there is that is, are they any relation to you, Al? It sounds like uh, you might have, you know, shared your ganja with them. Uh, no, they. I wish they had their stuff, man. I mean, damn, if you're that excited about stuff, man, it's it's got to be good shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that but, even uh, put you yeah. to sleep, right, Al? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, but I don't know. No, I don't think so. It's it's too exciting. <laughs> well, I know. I, I I'm having a hard time. Uh, I'm having a hard time uh, staying awake here. Uh, no, no, it's it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Hmm. Good stuff. <laughs> Well, I just got to take it from the uh, the words of a connoisseur to know whether it's good stuff or not, and you can just hear it from the tone in their voice, the tone and feeling in oh, their voice. I'm I'm telling you, Neely, it's good stuff. All right, good man. Stuff. Well, appreciate anyways, your expert opinion. Uh, no problem. But before I go, I would like to I would like to hear a song, if you can find it in your hearts to play it for me. You know. I really like this song a lot. I would like to hear Over the Wall by Testament. Oh, I love that song. Me too. We can do I, it. I really The part where they go over the wall, it, it, I really like that part. It's a good part. All right, excellent. All right, Al. Be glad to you play some Testament. All right. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> All right. Fucking bomb. Yeah. Well, your clips are hardly, you can hardly hear them things. Are you disconnected? I turned the sound way down because we were clipping out real bad. Uh, Oh, okay. All right. Enough with the clips. I won't play anymore. All right. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that good? Get it off your chest, buddy. I'm telling you. 
No, I did. They kind of pissed me off when they went after Nick Cantonese. Did they? Andy, you're a Pantera dude, right? Yeah. Now, Pantera, their first album was kind of a hairband kind of thing, wasn't it? Their first three were. Yeah, they were kind of hairband, poppy metal kind of thing. Yeah, they were total, not quite glam, but, you know, they were wearing the spandex and the big hair and the, you know, the makeup and... Hail and kill caller, you're on the air. All right, now listen, I have a question. This person, Jerry, is it the same Jerry from Facts of Life, you know, Blair's cousin? From what? From the Facts of Life. Oh, the Facts show. of Life. Oh, yeah, Jerry, yeah, the, the, yeah. uh, the, <laughs> she was the stand-up comedian and she had uh, cerebral palsy or something, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is that the same person? <laughs> I don't even know if she's alive still, but... For all no, I, know. I think she is. Yeah, but that could be her. <laughs> all right. Oh, wow. Talk about jogging my memory from years ago. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? What's I that? saw the movie The Transformers. I saw that tonight. Yeah, how was it? Oh, what a hot piece of ass in that movie. Yeah, how do you say his name? Is it Shia LaBeouf? How do you say his name? Oh, Jesus. All right, now listen, I got one more thing that I promise I'll go. Okay. Yeah, you know, Gene, he's thinking about suing the people that made Transformers. Because he thinks he's got a trademark on Transformers. Because anytime he does a solo album, it transforms into a big pile of shit. (laughs) Nice. Hell and kill. Hail and kill. <laughs> I can't even believe he brought up that Facts of Life reference. Do you even remember that? Gosh. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, Jerry was the uh, was like the uh, the retarded chick well, that well, told jokes. It was a she, comic or well, something. Yeah, she wasn't retarded. I think she had cerebral palsy. Or MS or something. Yeah. yeah, and she was all fucked up, and she was a comic, and she was making self-defacing jokes about her illness. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> We're talking, let's see, we're talking 20, 25 years ago. Yeah, that is definitely a reach back in time. Wow. Jesus. So they were, they were still kind of. Going after Nick for being in a fucking band like that. Now he's in BLS. I tell you. At least he stuck stuck to his guns and stayed musician instead of went and driving a truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Jerry's making reference to me. Yeah, abandoning uh, my musical uh, background and drumming for Steel Piston and driving a truck for a living. Yeah, well, at least he doesn't have to have his truck modified to drive it, you fuck. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> nice. Shut up, you fucking use your fucking left hand for a brake using motherfucker. Shut up. Like what do you think of that? The only way the you're driving of a Jerry. truck is <laughs> You let him have it, Chris. No shit. I mean, holy fuck. He's a, he's a fucking hangnail away from not being able to play guitar with his hands or his feet. So shut the fuck up. Nice. Stupid dickhead. At least he stuck stuck to his guns and stayed musician instead of went and driving a truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like somebody I know. The opinions of Jerry <laughs> are, are strictly mine and not of the RMR. <laughs> Nice. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. 
I don't know who that was on the phone, but they've been messing around them collard greens. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's him owning our show. Ugh. All right. So there you go. Mm, man. That was a snooze fest. That and I don't know what, what, what his deal is with you or with me, but, you know. And, and I don't give a fuck what he says. First of all, the, there's a distinct difference musically between Pantera's first three records and the Nick record that we played. Right. Secondly, we all we both said numerous times during that segment that we like Nick a lot. Sure, and he's been on the show. Yeah, several times. And we or didn't the, and we didn't go after him about anything. We just were just playing some of his old stuff. Yeah. No biggie. So whatever. Hail and kill, caller. You're on the air. Hail and kill. It's all right. Jerry can still roll off into the sunset. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. Well, maybe did, I shouldn't have started down that path. I guess. All right. So uh, I I pulled just real quick here. I'll pull a little bit of this Nick Cantonese that we uh, did a segment on. You can find this on. Okay. You can find this on iTunes, by the way. Oh really? Yeah. It's uh, called the the name of the podcast segment. It's called the Nick Cantonese demos. Okay. And I'll just play like a couple of minutes of our segment, which just goes to show you we didn't go after Nick Cantonese. We were just showcasing some of where he came from. Yeah, got news for you there, Jerry. You unfunny fuck. Every once in a while we can goof on people's past. That's what we were doing. We weren't saying, well, Nick's a fucking hack. You know, we were saying, Jesus, he he certainly was different than what he is in Black Label. Right. You dumb shit. Alan Kill Caller, you're on the air. You know what? Uh, Jerry needs to, like, paraphrase a song and don't roll away mad, just roll away. <laughs> All right, Hail and Kill, boys. Jeez. MOL's on a roll tonight himself. <laughs> All right, boy. <laughs> Here's a little of the Nick Cantonese segment we did a couple of months ago. Well, uh, this this band here uh, that we're going to play a little bit of is uh, is a uh, band from a uh, guy who's been on the Classic Metal Show, and he's in one of the more or less popular metal bands out there. Right, of in course. In fact, we had a bandmate of his on the show last week. We did. We absolutely did. And uh, what we're talking about here is uh, the second guitarist in Black Label Society, Nick Cantonese. Right. Uh, he lives outside of the Pittsburgh area. He does. And, uh, he have evidently had a band in the, in the eighties. He did be in the, um, I guess early to mid eighties. Um, he, he had a band called high voltage. Okay. What was it? ACDC cover band or something? Oh no, no, no. I, I would say more. It's an original project and oh. it's, um, I would say closer to the first Bon Jovi. Oh, it's 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 Bon Jovi esque. Oh well, wait till you hear some. <laughs> would, would would Bon Jovi sue Nick for ripping off his sound? He might. <laughs> he very well might. Okay. <laughs> and uh, ev- evidently, you know, because we do have these recordings, this is something they recorded as was this an official release or this was just floating around out there? Or they were selling this at the shows, or do you know anything about it? Um, it's something that they put out. I mean, it's something that people people were able to buy for some period of time. I don't know how long or 
or, or how that came to be, but um, um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a band called High Voltage. They played in the Pittsburgh area for a few years, and then Nick left. Actually, Nick, for people that don't know, and and I don't know that you know even, um, when Nick left, he went to um, what you call it? That band Royal Hunt. Remember that? Oh band? yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got some of their stuff on the shelf here. I'm pretty sure if you look at the oldest stuff, Nick is the guitar player. Okay. With DC Cooper, who's yeah. also a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah, they they weren't uh, they weren't exactly a heavy band, very melodic though. Right. Yeah, I don't know how they transformed that to Nick being in Black Label. Well, <laughs> I, I do remember uh, when we had Nick on the show a few years ago, actually, um, when he joined Black Label. Originally, uh, he said something to the effect that uh, that uh, Zach said, "We're going to send you home for a while, and and you need to sharpen up your guitar skills." Wow. Something to that effect. I remember right. him making a quote like that. Sure. Said, "You're good, kid, but you need to sharpen up your skills, and then come back and see us, or something to that effect." Right. Well, Nick can play. Well, Nick, Nick can play now. Yeah, I think he could play then too. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how well he could play. Well, we'll see if he had some edge. So, what what would you think? What, what kind of age age range do you think uh, he was when this stuff was recorded? Well, I would say he was roughly, you know, I would say he was a kid, like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years old, if okay. I had to guess. Okay. But um, yeah, this is, Nick is on guitar and is the lead songwriter, from what I understand. And there's some guy named Josh Holmes that's the singer, and Mike Mizia on bass, and John Karbowski on drums. Okay. Well, I wouldn't exactly say that's going after him. I wouldn't say we went after him at all. I think we just pointed out the band that he was in. Yeah, from being a kid. Yeah, and we said that. Yeah, he was he was a kid then. But but you know, Jerry not smart enough to comprehend what's being said. Combined with the fact that how dare we laughed and goofed on the fact that the song sounded like Honeymoon Suite. Yeah, so what? Yeah, well, uh, and you know, and the, and the the Pantera thing is just him taking a swat at me because he knows I love Pantera. Sure. You know, that's like his answer. So you know what? Fine, you answered. Except you're wrong, because the Pantera music before they before Cowboys from Hell was more Judas Priestish. It certainly wasn't hairbandish. No, it wasn't like Poison or Bon Jovi or anything like that. No, it wasn't. I they, mean, they, sure, they, they may they have, have that look. Sure. Yeah, they may have had the glam look, but the music uh, wasn't like that. Yeah, the music was was priest. Yeah, and they didn't have a they didn't have a rough vocalist like a Phil Ensemble at that time either. No, not at all. And or even when Phil, well, I mean, the first album that Phil played on is is one of is power metal, I believe, or one of those three. Right. Philip Philip sang on, and and but he's doing the Judas Priest screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah, those names Keep that total healing segment going. Right. That's all I got to say, Red. Keep that segment. It's a fucking winner. Yeah, me either. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's play some of these uh, Nick Cantonese uh, tunage from the High Voltage Band. And uh, this first one is called Crossfire. All right. Standing in the crossfire.
reset. Worlds apart, hearts broken in two. <laughs> two. Two. That's what that sounded like to me. Yeah, it's 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 just weak rock and whatever. Dude did dude did what he did, man. Yeah, you so. know, we're not really I mean, we thought the music was bad, so what? Yeah. We're allowed just stupid shit. Yeah, but we didn't go after him. Of course we didn't. We just said, hey, look, we uncovered some stuff from Nick Cantonese as a kid, and here's what he did, and blah, blah, blah. Big deal. Exactly. Big deal. And if we found something on some other band, we'd do the same thing. Sure. It's not an attack on Nick, you dumb shit. Sure. All right. Well, I think uh, people got the point with that. Yeah. Well, there. Go. RMRshow.com. Go ahead and send Red an email. Tell them what you think of tone and feeling. Yeah, let them know that was a great segment. Yeah, that's red at rmrshow.com. Sure. And if you want to visit Jerry, try lemonparty.org, because that's where he lives. <laughs> right. Fucking dick-sucking fuck. Wow. He's got me annoyed, man. I'm, like, fucking annoyed with this fucking guy. Fucking annoyed with this fucking guy. I can't tell. It, it's not like we didn't we didn't fucking help him out, right? Right not like we didn't help him get started it's not like not like i didn't have conversations with red about him coming back on on the fucking rmr right go fuck yourself jerry that's what i got to say <laughs> nice thanks for checking out the best of the classic metal show you can tune into the classic metal show live every saturday night from 9 p.m to 3 a.m eastern exclusively at www.theclassicmetalshow.com Classic Metal Show.